Hey everybody, welcome to another session of the Era of the Dragons, our D&D 5e actual play here on uh, my channel. <laughs> Get that out of my face. Um, cool. And so we are we return here with our heroes. Um, I am your game master, Archangelic. Uh, you can call me Mal. I go by she, her. Um, so why don't we just go through our lovely heroes here. Um, Jaden. Hey, I'm Jaden. I also go by Siloquy. I use they, them pronouns. I will be playing a tiefling barbarian named Grief who uses he, they pronouns. Um, I use, Grief uses a combat wheelchair and the combat wheelchair is designed by Sarah Thompson. You can find them on Twitter under the uh, username Mustangs Art. And I am a disabled ambulatory wheelchair user and that's why I choose to use that in game. Uh, Penny. Hello, my name is Penny. I use she, her pronouns. I'm going to be playing Gift, who also uses she, her pronouns. Um, she is a human warlock, um, multi-class to druid. And yeah, so that's me. And Silver. Hi, everybody. I'm Steven, a.k.a. Silver underscore Bulette here on YouTube, as well as Twitch. Wait, here on Twitch, as well as YouTube. Words are hard. Uh, I use he, they pronouns, and my eyes are bugging out because I could have sworn that Nightbot said the Wombat wheelchair I don't know what's wrong with my eyes, but at any rate, uh, I'm going to be playing Fenceris, who uses she, her pronouns. Awesome. Um, we catch up to our adventurers, having um, just fought off, well, they are on the way to with a dragon that they had found an egg, it hatched, um, along with their, along with Billy Bob Bones, a mysterious hero probably not the wisest hero but mysterious nonetheless um who is who came showed up one day with this egg this egg hatched and you have a little gold dragon wormling uh, his name is uh, galathnimbar but you have been calling him max um and uh, he is accompanying you on this uh trip you have made your way from the town of brambles upon the river um, into Coralon's Rest, or the woods outside of Coralon's Rest, on the way to the physical object, the uh, rock pillar, no, also known as Coralon's Rest. And you're there taking him to some druids you've heard about, hopefully to find a home for uh, Galathnimbar to be safe and away from people who might want him dead. Um... But you ran into, on the way out of the town of Coralon's Rest, you encountered an owlbear. Um, Galathnimbar helped you, Max helped you fight this bear uh, with a, uh, a foretold critical hit um, and a, some bites and, you know, some hits from the rest of you, but it was mostly a drag. <laughs> uh, you take down this owlbear, which then transforms into a man, a human man, um, who explains that he was cursed by a witch. Um, you, Penny, you, not Penny, um, Gift, you notice that this woods was marked as, you know, something powerful. Mm -hmm. um, maybe just beware. Um, Gift is good at being ware. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but upon questioning him, uh, this man who was once an owlbear, about what he was actually doing in the woods, he spit acid at you, his mouth opening an uncomfortable size. And he spit acid at Grief, 
and then cast Dimension Door and walked sideways into nothingness. And I believe that is where we left off our last adventure. So. That all seemed totally reasonable, right? Jeff says totally reasonable. Earnestly. <laughs> huh. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to be honest. You talked about a witch and I normally take things mostly at face value, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of wondering, I, I kind of want to meet this witch and just find out what in the world he was talking about. Oh God, witches. Um, Billy Bob speaks up. Do we really want to see a witch when we have a, a very valuable magical creature? Maybe on the way back. You got a good point. <laughs> well, I'm fond for a good adventure. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, but uh, um, witches are not to be trifled with. Yeah. Well, and that's fair. I'm just wondering. I mean, like, Obviously, she's powerful enough to turn him into uh, uh, an owl bear for months and months. So, sure, but also, I is I mean, is there a wide difference between to a certain group of people? I feel like a druid would appear as a witch. Is my thought. Uh, Gif nods at this, um, and I don't think has actually written anything new. So, just holds their their uh, chalkboard back up from earlier in the conversation, which says out of our pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> that one gets yeah. written permanently on the board. Just, <laughs> it's just there all the time. <laughs> one side is just dedicated. Time. to that. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be level 20 adventurers. Like, <laughs> nope. Still above our pay grade. <laughs> Eventually, um, though, you write in permanent ink nope on the other side so i don't it's not it's, eventually it's just not useful anymore. she just stops communicating <laughs> oh, um and i'm not entirely sure that i believe him anyway I, I don't everything about him was very shady given that um gift found the sort of interpreted as border marker or like property line um are there markers to move towards, like, I mean, I know ultimately with a spire is our sort of immediate goal, but is there like a marked path or a way to approach correctly or respectfully? Because mm-hmm. it seems like there probably would be, frankly. Yes, yes, um, I would agree. Go ahead and give me some type of wisdom check. Um, let's say perception. Type of wisdom check. Wisdom is not my dumb stat. <laughs> I would hope not. (laughs) Perception. However, I rolled a three, so that's a five. (laughs) There's nothing warning you from going closer to the spire, which is, you know, where the druids are supposed to be. This is uh, the way people talk about it, that the spire is some sort of holy spot. So, okay. Um, I am actively looking for communication because I'm assuming it's there. So if and when it's appropriate to make another check, I'm actively want to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Billy Bob asks, so, so I assume the plan is to just keep going. Like I said, I'm down for adventure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think we're gonna we we should keep going for now. Um, and Fensiris will hop back on the front of the cart to keep an eye out. Are you are you driving the cart? Oh no no, no. I'm going to let uh, Billy Bob okay. continue driving. He will of course uh, talk your ear off. Um, he'll actually take a moment to uh, 
re-upped the wax on his mustache and uh, continue talking um, all the way through. There's no stealthing here. I mean, you're on a road with a cart. So, um, um, yeah, Max is um, practicing his form, trying to get that same form when he got a nat 20. Um, <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, you continue on. Um, Gift, you're on the active lookout. Mm-hmm. Um, you Time goes on, 20, 30 minutes. Um, and you're pretty close to the spire. In fact, you can you can see it's you know it's a well above you now. Um, it's a good 200 feet up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're pretty close to the base, and you're not seeing much of anything. Okay. Um, that would indicate that this is anything more than wild land. Um, go ahead and give me another perception. Sure. Fourteen. 14. Um, you see a particular clump of trees formed into a circle. It wouldn't look out of place, but you have a feeling that this is, this is different. This is something slightly unnatural. Okay. All right. Um, GIF is going to tap probably Finn on the shoulder um, and like point and then give this symbol which is kind of universal for stop uh fen will tap uh billy bob on the shoulder as well and do a hold signal he'll pull the carts uh he'll pull the horses the reins on the horses uh stop the cart and he says uh have we arrived gif nods pensively like um and jumps down off the cart goes over and um, just as a reminder, I do speak druidic, so mm-hmm. going to give a greeting, a hail, essentially. Okay. You um so you walk do you walk towards the circle? Mm-hmm. Or? To the point that I think so I'm assuming this works somewhat like druidry as we've discussed. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna appoint I'm going to approach from the east compass point. Mm-hmm. That would be what I would think of as the greetings. Okay. Um, yeah, you approach and you give a greeting and druidic and the trees bow a little towards you. Okay. It almost imperceptibly. Um, but you hear back in druidic, it says, speak true and enter. That's not ideal. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Let's see. How is she going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you said earlier that uh, Druidic is partially nonverbal. It's mm-hmm. partially movement and partially uh, plants and things. Mm-hmm. So that part she can do. She can actually communicate better in Druidic than she can communicate in common. Mm-hmm. And so being you're... totally nonverbal, she is going to attempt to be truthful. Okay. What do you, what what do you say? As much as I can, and I leave it to you to determine how much of this gets through. Um, Greetings. We are seeking, well, greetings. I am an initiate of the order or of, of an order, probably. I am seeking sanctuary for an orphaned magical beast, which is a reasonable request based on what I understand. Um, you, so you convey this out 
And you, you get the sense that speaking in this way is almost a ritual, you know, this kind of nonverbal druidic, it, it feels, it pulls on the magic around this place. Okay. And you hear a voice saying to you, um, Druidic from the trees, that is literally the fastest I've ever, won- I've ever seen anyone solve that. <laughs> she Amazing. Know she did. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. And you see there is a squirrel, just a squirrel, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> up in the tree. Of course there is. It says, pleased to meet you. Uh, and you said you were an initiate? And it's, it's reading the Druidic. It's fascinating um well i guess first things first and um it will it starts doing a spell and the whole the entire forest you're in changes you're no longer in a forest you are in an orchard okay um there are people in um various kind of flowing clothing um just working the trees, you know, harvesting apples, doing small druid craft, Uh, people of all kinds, elves, humans, halflings. Um, There's even a couple of dragonborn around. Um, From where you are, you see 50, 60 people just uh, working these, this orchard that you now find yourself in. Um, This is, uh, my name is Acorn. I am pleased to meet you. Um, Welcome to the orchard. Gif smiles. Um, since she can communicate, sort of, in Druidic. Um, just real quickly, out of game statement. Um, given that Bard is a class and that could get really confusing very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to call the lowest rank of Druid Orator? Yeah, that, that would make I sense. I think makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, she... It, well, it's not her name, so that much she can do without even having to try. She identifies herself as Gift, um, and she points like through what I assume is some kind of glamour at the wagon um, and compatriots. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they're with you, right? And um, it, um, this squirrel will do some more magic, and the the, the bubble will <laughs> just move a little bit over you, and you are all also transported into this orchard. Oh, that's um, very helpful. Now Gif can stop trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a squirrel talking to uh, to Gift, and it just says in common to you, "Do you understand me?" Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> certainly do. Excellent. Hi. I am Acorn. I, I am the gatekeeper sometimes. It was my shift today. Um, it's good that you work on shifts. You're not stuck here the entire time. I'm glad to hear that. Variety is the spice of life. Uh, so, so some of the humans tell me. Um, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, welcome to the orchard. Um, I, is that a is that a dragon? Nods vigorously. Um, Mass- makes the same sign for magical beast and sanctuary. <laughs> I, Max is um, like in pounce mode. <laughs> this is um oh hey, Max Max come here come here real quick. <laughs> um, we uh, you magic just into a safe space, right? Billy Bob Bones is also looking around. And do not eat any of this fruit. 
This has to be fake. This has to be fake trickery. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it, Bob. Um, but yeah, this is a safe space, right? Oh, the, oh, the squirrel will say to you, oh, this is the safest place in anywhere, maybe. Okay. Yes, this is a a gold baby dragon. Um, we think when it was still an egg, there was a blue dragon after it. Uh, and we just want to make sure no one else. We want to make sure this this gold dragon grows up to uh, be all that he can be. You know, um, I'm going to assume that there is a sign for non-interference as like druids are true neutral. Yeah. <laughs> so sign for non-interference points at the baby dragon, <laughs> points at Max. Um, understood. Um, we can absolutely give you some sanctuary. Um. Wait, <clears throat> sorry, can we not mix my voices here? We can absolutely <laughs> provide you for some sanctuary. Um, perhaps uh, perhaps somebody more important would be better. Um, uh, you should see the Archdrew. You should see Amar. Okay. Um, okay. And the squirrel will start bounding and like doing the thing where it like makes these fluid leaps and then stops, looks around, and then keeps walk- going. <laughs> it says, please follow me. All right, cool. And Cirrus goes and follows. Um, she's also wrapping Max back up in the baby Bjorn just to make sure he doesn't take off in here. Good call. I've never seen a talking animal. Well, uh, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, this is as quiet as I can be. I'm going to say I don't know if it's a talking squirrel or if that's a druid that's hanging out as a squirrel right now. It could be either, honestly. <laughs> Um, you continue on um, out of the orchard. This orchard is, um, it's mostly apples, uh, what they're growing here, but it's its not like an orchard that you're used to, these like very nice lines. It's kind of, um, it's kind of like they were encouraged to grow where they were rather than planted where they are. Um, it's, it's very different, but uh, everything here is way more bountiful than in the surrounding areas. Um, you see, there are, yeah, like I said, there are people up on ladders gathering the apples. Um, there are other talking animals, rabbits, uh, wolves, um, just all seeming to intermingle amongst the people here as you are taken out of the path, out of this orchard area into... What looks like what should be temporary dwellings, lots of open dwellings with um with kind of like canvas tarp um like wooden structures, but most of the walls aren't walls or canvas uh to be opened up. It seems very communal um there are people doing all sorts of things weaving um there's this is a whole town um just seemingly hidden from everyone else and everyone here is doing various um, natural magic you see uh people doing druid craft to make more vines mm-hmm. to then harvest them and make baskets um i'm so glad you kidnapped gifts uh sister because otherwise this would be where her adventure stops <laughs> <laughs> finally home <laughs> And uh, you know, this kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, our dig sites, honestly. A little more structure with the wood there, but yeah, all these tents. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um, and 
this path leads through this town into you're at the base of this spire this pillar called Coralon's rest and at the base is a grotto just full of flowers and offerings um to a what you can only assume is some type of nature and there is an elf there um just kind of quietly chanting a ritual um the squirrel will bound up and approach and get on his shoulder and speak in his ear and then bound away and he says well it was nice to meet you i must uh, attend to my duty at the gate um i hope you enjoy your time here and the squirrel will bound off thanks you too ah hey. oh, no jeez <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> and um this uh elven man um almost uh blonde almost white hair wearing just leathers and things like that very simple clothing he stands up and he will approach you and he says he says quietly to you all as he approaches I am I am the Archdruid, protector of the orchard and the grotto. My name is AMR. What? Um, Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? Hi there, AMR. I- I'm Fensiris. Uh, this-, this is Billy Bones. Hi. Uh, Takes off his hat, does a deep bow. <laughs> he says, pleasure. My, uh, my friend here uh, is uh, Gift, and, and uh, this is Grief. Oh, and of course, we got Max here. Gift makes the druidic sign for teacher, like referencing this person as of higher rank. Mm. Or actually, I should probably say Galath Nimbar, since we are uh, really uh, get that clear. Um, um, Max will hang uh, like upside down out of the BRN and say, <laughs> Hi! What <laughs> that uh, Max. <laughs> Was it a common high? We've been working yes. on our common. <laughs> yes, it was. It was in common. <laughs> um, the Amar is almost seems stoic. And he looks and he comes and he just puts his hand on the head of, on Max's head. And he says, you're a long way from home, aren't you, little one? And go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, uh, the the thing is, we were kind of hoping this at least could be a temporary home for him. An interesting proposal. Uh, we 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 are uh, unfortunately tasked to uh, deal with a situation for the local town, uh, and frankly, a dragon in this day and age is not safe most places, especially one as young as. Galathnimbar here, so we, we want to make sure he's safe while we are uh, dealing with various things. And frankly, we didn't know where else to turn. AMR takes this in and he says, the Enclave has expressed concern. We have been unsure how to proceed. Everything is in turmoil. He says he, he will... He will start slowly walking, his hands behind his back, and he says, please accompany me. Will do. And he will 
just slowly walk um almost like he's meditating with every step mm-hmm. um and he just slowly walks to what you can only assume is maybe his home but it's just the wooden structure all the canvas flaps have been pulled up so there's no privacy here um mm-hmm. but he, he there's a low table um there is um a place for a small fire in the middle which he places a kettle on and um creates a bonfire there mm-hmm. and he will invite you to sit at this low table with him um it's all low to the ground um no problem grief for your chair at all and as you all sit with him he will pour you tea and he says well i did not expect a dragon to show up on my door i did expect someone to come look for our aid well aid but also possibly education uh because we i want to lay the full truth in front of you max Sorry, Galathnambar seems to be really interested in the ways of the druid. Uh, and I think it would be an amazing education if you could start teaching him how to uh, take care of the land around him. He's already expressed interest in animals, not as a food source, but as friends. Um, and, and with that, Max will pull out the mouse who is just Bill. like cheeks full like it's just like <laughs> just like puts another piece of food in his mouth and and max says this is phil and um he pulls out a like a little wire table for phil <laughs> gift nods at phil huh. <laughs> and um phil is just gonna sit there and, and just enjoy this i guess Eat. um <laughs> yeah he, he's just gonna continue eating um it's a good choice. Dragons, dragons are very in tune with where they choose to. They become a cornerstone of their environment. It's there's debate amongst druid, amongst some in the enclave, whether that's by their own force of will or if nature bends towards them. But it matters not. The ultimate result is that an environment will be destroyed if a dragon is harmed. Or if a dragon is removed, dragons can be a great boon to an area. They're very powerful, bringing elemental energy from beyond our world into our world. We would be happy to have Galathnimbar. We shall call him Mac. Perhaps avoiding true names in tumultuous times would be. Yeah, if you just talk about Max, people probably won't be like, ah, that's a dragon. It's <laughs> a good call. <laughs> Um, um this is the first time you see amr just kind of chuckle and smile gift um this time we'll probably need to write it because it's too complex of a topic so like rights in druidic um uh, reciprocity uh as a question and i'd like to think uh that in druid culture reciprocity and gaius have the same symbol because mm. that's how it would work <laughs> i understand your your urgency in dealing with this but yes there of course always is for everything you take something must be given whether that's work time your attention but in this case yes and he'll pull out a small looks like a piece of amber or something and just blows over it at you and it turns a 
dark color as like this dust hits you. That is, uh, that's quite the curse. She doesn't say anything or move or make any indication. Don't, don't worry. I know you cannot speak it, but there's nothing I can do for you. This is your journey. It's, this is all in druidic. Mm-hmm. Um, so half sign language, half a language none of you understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your journey to take. They can help you, but you will always have to take the final step. I know you can't you, answer. <laughs> yeah, cannot answer. You see, in fact, all you see is that this man is talking to a uh, gift in some language, and like, uh, gift just looks confused. <laughs> um, and he'll turn to you and in uh, common, he says, "We agree to, we will agree to take on Max if you agree." To be our representative. Uh, I mean, be happy to. What, uh, you just want us to spread the good word about the Enclave? Or do we need to deliver a message for you? We, the Enclave has been watching Dragon. It's among many of the things we do in order to maintain a world which people tamper with. Many, many Dragon Eggs have gone missing. More than normal, you know, um, kobolds, part of their drive is to raise a dragon egg and serve it as a means of protection. That is natural. Somebody has exploited the kobold. We have seen many dragon eggs go disappear. Many kobold nests have collapsed. We, as of yet, do not understand why. We suspect wizardry, which you can feel the drip off of that. (laughs) Um, it sounds like when Gift says the word wizard (laughs) (laughs) but that is unclear we do know that the rulers of your various nations are planning to meet we have things we must attend to but we ask for you to represent us and to let them know that these dragons must not be destroyed hmm okay uh just just, just to clarify here, if we know of one rampaging blue dragon in particular, we should avoid destroying him as well. Not that we have the power to do that anyways, but just, you know, trying to clarify. My apologies. The dragon eggs gotcha. are innocent. Okay. Dragons have their own free will. I expect that their actions will be met with reactions, but the dragon eggs are as of yet blameless. We Agreed. would like to see them not destroyed. Yes. Okay. Totally on board. I was on board before. It was just going to be a little bit more complicated, but that's that's fine. <laughs> um, but I shouldn't. I mean, I'm just. I'm not the representative for the group. Uh, grief. What do you? What do you think? Um. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm good with that. I. Do we have any reason to be concerned that Max's mother will come looking or? whatever are you asking him are you asking the group yeah hi i mean i guess i will look at billy (laughs) at that point um billy he's just uh sipping his tea he says um apologies uh i did not see any evidence of his mother um i'm not sure if he has one i don't know much about dragons Mm. 
AMR um, will... Oh, Grief, did you want to say something? No, I was just saying fair. Um, AMR will say, if Max has already hatched, at this point, he is on his own to prove and find his own horde, his mm-hmm. own lair to settle into. I'd be happy to help him with that. If Max is also willing. Is it Max? Can I get more animals? Um, AMR responds in Draconic. You may have animals. There are many animals here who would be happy to serve. And Max says, will you, will you be here too? He to says that to you, or... to the group. We, well, uh, I mean, we gotta, we gotta hit the road, Max, but we've got some things we gotta do. But, you know, we'll, we'll probably come back from time to time and check in on you. See how things are. Uh, I don't know. It's a really nice area. Uh, it'd be a, a great place to settle down. I'm just, I'm, I'm not ready to settle down quite yet. I still have things I got to find, things I got to see. Gift writes out, I will return to stay as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Raiders. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Hey. Hey, everybody. Thank you for the raid. Hi, my friend uh, LB. Hi, everybody. Um, For everyone just joining, they are trying to leave their dragon buddy with the druids. Hopefully he can, we can work this out. Um, Max will turn towards you and um, he'll towards our gift. Gift won't be here either. In draconic, which I can't understand. Yeah, draconic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, I mean, you're the only one that speaks draconic. I don't know. It's it true. I, I definitely understood. I'm going to uh, gift. You mentioned that this is a place you would love to settle. Do I see that? In, if, like, if I had, if I roll good enough insight, would I recognize that this is someplace you'd like to settle down? I mean, yes, she wrote it directly on the chalkboard, so. Oh, did, never mind then. I'll say, um, Gift has to go with us for now. He's, she's got to find her sister, but I think once this is all settled, I, th- I think Gift will definitely, almost certainly. But is, is Grief also going? And, 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 and the mustache man? I. <laughs> <laughs> Was Billy Bones required to come with us for that one adventure? I forget now. Or was that just the uh, the, yeah, the how blacksmith? How carting us around? <laughs> well, I mean, certainly he has to bring us back. But that's... <laughs> yeah. I believe he, he was asked by the king to, to attend us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, so, Max, we, we, we all have a promise that we made to the king. Uh just because we didn't feel safe otherwise uh and we we're gonna we're gonna honor that promise but you know i i can't promise all of us will be back but i'm I'm sure some of us are going to be back before you know it in dragon time the blink of an eye (laughs) truly (laughs) max just makes a a a whimper um i need a chance hey take max listen i'm gonna be back by the time I'm back, I want to see 
you turn into a bird. All right. You're going to learn. I know you're going to learn well. So promise me when you, when I come back, you'll be able to turn into a bird. Okay. A bird. Yeah. But I got wings. Oh, well, sure. But I mean, if you want to fly with the birds, you don't want to be a dragon up there because your wings are going to be too powerful. You're going to scare them away. So you learn from these druids here how to become a bird and you can hang out with them. Max just says, I get to have birds and be a bird. I can change into a bird. Can, 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 can this guy turn into a bird? And um, AMR will say, indeed I can. Amongst many things, many things I would be happy to show you. Um, Max says, Max says this in common. He says, uh, I don't want to see you all go, but I can stay. Okay, Max. I'm a little pat. He's just holding Phil very tightly. Oh, um, baby. Oh, yeah. Phil, Phil is definitely going to be here. Don't worry. Gif gives Max a hug because she can't communicate effectively here. Aww. So she gives Max a hug um, and kind of a, a, you know, the mom smile, the you can do it, honey smile. We all know that smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Max, as you hug Max, his that elemental core in him just glows brighter. And AMR says, uh, well, I believe we have an agreement then. Um, yes. AMR will do a spell and it conjures a small bird, which he whispers to, and it flies off. And um, he continues to just drink his tea with you. And then a after a moment, a halfling shows up, um, just decked out in like hunter's leathers, um, riding a a um, a, a drake, um, some sort of draconic creature. Um, you would, uh, Fen, you would know that this is a guard drake, and this halfling, um, he's got uh, curly dark hair, um, fair skin. Um, although it is dirty um he will hump off the guard drake and with his bow on his back still and he'll say he'll he'll just plop himself at the table and he says i'm randall um i am the resident dragon expert i guess hi randall sure please meet you. is this is this our uh, our new friend here and mm-hmm. um he will pull out a whole piece of meat from his bag and hand it to Max, who just like immediately eats it. Excellent. Uh, that's a nice golden sheen. Looks like you've been feeding him well. Um, has he has he exhibited any hoarding behaviors yet? Uh, yeah, uh, specifically with animals, actually. It's and very, little bits of metal. <laughs> oh, that's true too. Yeah, he's got little bits of metal. Yeah, but also very interested in gathering animals as friends permanent friends that's an interesting one um we'll have to see how that develops um speech any language acquisition how, how many days ago did did this uh dragon hatch on the answer uh, like two one two oh, <laughs> we, we've been traveling for two days so it'd be four four okay. okay um okay we got good growth then um I expect him to be uh, six, seven feet long, probably by the end of the week. Um, wow. They tend to hit adulthood at about a month. 
and well adult size adulthood is a little you know complicated with sentient creatures um understood um while this conversation is going on i'm going to leave grief and gift to talk with uh randall there uh and i'm going to pull amr aside and just say uh amr one one thing in in the interest of full disclosure um we encountered an owl bear that was actually a human uh he claimed he was cursed by a witch in the nearby woods mm-hmm. i don't know if that tracks with what you know but also he seemed like a bad sort of character just generally uh and he does know about max's existence i don't think we told him we were where we were going i think we kept that on a down low pretty sure we do have a witch she although she's not aware of it we do keep her She's very useful. Hmm. I would advise not telling her that we keep her. That could create (laughs) some problems. She's a useful creature. Uh, Her name is Minnie. Minnie. Okay. Um, Or at least that's what she'll go by. Again, true names. Oh, of course. She's a... Some would call her a hag. I guess a witch is an accurate description. Um, Not a creature from this realm, but she keeps ne'er-do-wells away. So... If he was indeed cursed, he likely betrayed her or lied to her. Mm. Uh, I, I would not entirely put it past this particular gentleman to uh, lie to someone he shouldn't lie to, honestly. We just asked him sincere questions and he like tried to attack us with acid and then jumped through a dimension door or something. I don't, I don't know my magics, but something. Hmm. Some trickery is afoot then. Um, I imagine it may be worth following, but he's not in our woods. If he crosses your path, who's to say? It's not really my decision to decide what you want to do with him. I mean, mainly I was just like, I, I, like he saw the path that we were on. Mm, I so see. I want to make sure you all are aware of it and ju- just in case he thought a baby dragon was a good acquisition, but it, I, I'm confident we didn't say anything about where we were going. We were too busy trying to ask him what his deal was uh, and why he was an owl bear previously. Wizards are often looking for where mm. this. He points to the the stone pillar that looms over this place, um, and he says. Do you know the story behind this? It's uh, kind of out of uh, my jurisdiction. Uh, I don't know many stories beyond uh, the mountains, really. He says, um, a long time ago, before, before there were elves and humans here, there were gods. Korlon, the chief among them. There was a... The stories are sometimes unclear, but what we do know is that there was... A scourge, an evil from beyond the stars in this world. Coralon fought here at this very spot, 90 days and 90 nights, until he was slain, but not before slaying the creature. He laid here for another 90 days and another 90 nights, bleeding life into our world. Gods were born from here, creatures, the wood elves such as myself. This is our birthplace. 
doesn't seem like much anymore. Most of the wood elves have been pushed to other places. The high elves have a much stronger grasp on this place, but we keep it safe. This is a this is a primordial place. We protect it. We keep creatures in these woods. Sometimes people go missing, but it's often because they are looking for something they shouldn't find. So if he was here and he was and it wasn't just accident and witches are fickle creatures, then he was likely seeking something here. Seeking more power. That would track with what I know about him. Which is not much, if I'm being honest. But uh again, AMR, thank you for your help. We appreciate it. Take care of Max. He's I know you Randall's the one taking care of him, but like Make sure he's okay. Yeah. Randall is Randall is many things, but he will be gentle with the creep. I'm sure you have noticed Randall is not alike. It's not a li- is not like us. Um he's a hunter and he's adding to our knowledge, but he's just here for a time. With dragons disappearing, we figured reaching for outside, outside knowledge would not be a bad idea. He will take good care of the creature. He he cares for many drakes. The fairy dragons seem to like him a lot. He says, I do invite you all to stay. Um, and he will actually, to, uh, speaking to you, Gift, in Druidic, he says, you are talented beyond what you know. And I have I have a larger task for you. Gift tries hard not to look at her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of looks just in front of her shoes. <laughs> Do not worry. And um, that's all he will say. He says, please stay the night. Rest up. Uh, dinner is at sunset. Gift nods. Thank you. Yeah, and I believe that's about where we should take a break. And we'll come back here. Um, so we'll be back in five to ten minutes, fifteen, if we're feeling, you know, particularly sluggish. We'll just take our time, come back, um, get yourself some water, get up and stretch, and uh, we'll be back in a bit. See y'all soon. Thanks for being here. Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, I hope you are all hydrated. Um, slightly less stiff as we continue in with our next half of our game um so you are all in the oh that's um you are in the place that it's being called the orchard it doesn't as you're here you realize it doesn't really have a name it's just this is this place and it's hidden um probably just accurate to call it Coralon's rest um so you are here. Um, is there anything you would like to do while you're here? Uh, you mentioned there were dragonborn. I, are they obvious around or are they just kind of merging with everyone? I'm curious. The Fen would be in particular looking for any gem dragonborn that were hanging around. Make a investigation check. Ooh, uh, 18 plus some stuff. Uh, that's uh, 25. Damn. I asked the rogue to make a skill check. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you actually don't see any gem dragonborn around. You see um, some metallic, some um, some that are kind of neither um, chromatic nor um, metallic, but there's no gem dragonborn. Uh, 
anyone I recognize from uh, back home at all in the mountains? I don't believe anyone here would be from there. So, um, okay. Yeah. Don't mean to put a damper on you. Just as in, you know, you're, you're <laughs> no, a long way from home, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, they would be happy to talk to you if you wanted. So that's up to you. No, if, if I recognize anybody, I would ask them about my brother, but I don't recognize anybody. So mm-hmm. it's all good. Okay. Grief, is there anything you're wanting to do um, while you're here and hanging out with Max and everything? Uh, nothing that I can think of. The, the, the fruit that's around, is it like magic? Are you, Let me... Do you have a oh, magic, magic awareness? awareness? Yeah. Go ahead and use that. Um, the, it's not magical in and of itself. You see, the, you being here is very different from being in a town when your magic awareness has gone off. There are little flits of magic everywhere. It seems everything people do here has a tiny bit of magic in it. Um, the fruit itself, mundane. Is it, although more larger, riper than it should be at this time of year? It's not far off. It's not unnatural, but it's better. Okay, cool. I think I'll just play around with Max and hang out. Um, Max just climbs all over your chair, um, <laughs> and just he he he's looking at all the the bits and bobbles that make it go. Yeah, it does a lot of cool stuff. I'll show him some of the cool little tricks. Um, at some point, he'll tell you to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take the chair as fast as we can go. And he'll just uh, glide along with his wings, like kind of balancing you out. <laughs> like, um, in fact, like you you do this and you just like at some point you hit the brakes because you know you're getting towards the end of wherever you're um launching yourself, and he'll actually just he'll fly a little bit and he'll flap around a little bit. Yeah. Um he's not quite strong enough to sustain a lot of flight. I'll keep he, him nice and weighed down. <laughs> you know, um yeah so as um as the evening comes um people start setting up for uh what looks like a communal dinner um people are setting up tables and things in these communal space in, in kind of this square um around these dwellings and you are all invited to uh, join in for dinner um there doesn't seem to be while Amar is kind of the hierarchy, that doesn't seem to be reflected much in in these kind of moments. It's not like, it's very different from when you had dinner with the king. There was, you know, um, places of honor set. It just seems people just sit down and eat and socialize here. Um, and Amar will sit next to you, Gift. And he will sit and he says, I do not believe we have time to take you through a full initiation. And I apologize to you for that. Acorn did tell me that you were able to solve our little small riddle very quickly. She still doesn't know what she did. <laughs> <laughs> you have, and you've never been around druids. She writes on her chalkboard. Um, I don't know your geography well enough, um, mm-hmm. but the so in the in. The real world off the coast of Wales, there's the Isle of Anglesey, um, if there is an equivalent. So sort of a space where druids, possibly proto-druids, possibly even like ancient sun priests or priestesses hung mm-hmm. out. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to say that she's been there. 
but not necessarily done anything. She was just there specifically doing what she does, which is looking for how harmony fits into the world, which Mm. you know why. Right. Fascinating. Well, you've, you've certainly picked up quickly what we do here. The little message you sent, it, it feels like a language. When it, it feels like a conversation, and that's the way it should feel. When we do magic here, it's not, it's not us imposing over what's here. It's giving it a little boost. She nods letting, emphatically. Letting it do what it was going to do anyway. And most people take speak truth as to just simply not lie. And the two are distinct. I, I hate to send you on your way. I would love for you to stay with us, but I feel there's too much at stake. If too much is imbalanced already, and we cannot protect what we have and fight at the same time, and I must ask you to fight for us as per our deal to represent us, to make sure that things outside of our domain are taken well care of. But I do have a gift for you as you go. And he will hand you a, a small sickle. Um, it glints in the moonlight as he hands it to you. Okay. It is a uh, moon sickle plus one. Okay. It says, he'll tell you, I never wish for anyone to draw blood, but I feel a war is imminent. And I hope this will protect you. But a sickle has an immense ability to harm, but it's also used to harvest to make new life. And it can help you heal as well. Gift is very uh, grateful. Like it's, I, it's, it's, I mean, I can describe it, but gift can't is the problem. So mm-hmm. like um, this represents the opposite of gift's problem. It is symbolically very valid. <laughs> um, so she fumbles around, looks at her shoes. <laughs> um, uh, she, before we leave, um, I'd like to just say, like, she'd like to get a, I'm assuming that she gets the the markers of her status now, mm-hmm. which would be a blue robe and an Applewood um, staff. Cool. Yes. I was she now gonna... looks like a druid <laughs> when, yep. when she leaves here. Mm-hmm. I was definitely going to give you a shillelagh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he will. Yeah, he will absolutely. Um, he doesn't bring those to you. He brings mm. you this sacred object. Right. Um, one of, in fact, uh, Acorn is one of the ones that brings it to you. In in that he was standing on the pile of things that were brought to you. Um, mm-hmm. Because he couldn't carry it. He's a squirrel. Right. Um, <laughs> and um, while he's doing it, he's wearing his uh, robes as well. <laughs> this little little squirrel druid. That's just adorable. out of curiosity. Are the squirrel's robes blue, green, or white? I'm just curious. I didn't, I don't know enough. What do you think they are? <laughs> um, so like blue would be an, an orator and sort of, if you will, uh, an initiate in some ways green would be um like a priest and the mm-hmm. middle in the middle and white would be a druid capital d which is like mm-hmm. an arbiter okay um i would say his are green i was just curious <laughs> yeah yeah um and he says welcome to the enclave 
Um, I wish you could stay longer. We have so much we want to show you, and um, but but AMR has informed us that you all will not be staying with us much longer. Um, and we are all sad to see you go, and we wish a speedy return and safety on your travels. She nods and she writes, I hope to return soon. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Acorn, uh, quick question. How, how high up does the uh, protective uh, veil go? Oh, what a fascinating question. Um, wherever it needs to be. Hmm. Okay. It, it, um, uh, your friend Gift can explain it better, maybe. Um, I, I, I'm not sure what your level of understanding of our magic is here. Um, like zero to none, probably. But uh, okay. I guess, uh, how open is this area? If I was to try to uh, head upwards, how, like, is there enough open space in the trees or is it pretty much just like 10 feet max? Um, there, um, where this spire is, um, there's trees that kind of about it, but you can go up, you can go up the spire if you wanted to, um, you can climb up the trees. It's not an impenetrable canopy by any means. It's, um, you know, there's a mix of conifers and deciduous trees. So there's kind of breaks in the forest stop. Uh, so my if there is an open enough space somewhere i'm going to turn to max and say hey how would you like to uh, practice some flying lessons um max says he says it just gets excited and giddy and says yes flying like a bird exactly all right uh well here we go then and fen is going to bamf out a pair of spectral wings uh, out of her back uh, as she gathers Max up and flies up to like where the branches will allow her uh, with still an open area beneath her and say, all right, Max, main goal here is just to float down to the ground. Okay. So use those wings. You ready? (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. And I let go of Max. Um, Max dive bombs for a second and then spreads the wings out again and catches and like and like kind of glides down. Um, let me give Max a little dexterity check as uh... <laughs> seeing the dive bomb, Finn will also start dive bombing to protect him. <laughs> let me pull up. that's for a wormling. And if I can type, pull those up here. Gold Dragon Wormling. Okay, um, we'll call it a deck saving throw. Sure. Okay, got a nineteen. Um, so yeah, he, like he does a dive bomb, mostly just to gather speed, and then you see like he like levels off and is flying. Um, what's your fly speed? Uh, my fly speed is my walking speed, so that would be thirty feet. I want to say, okay. yeah, thirty feet. He has a sixty foot flying speed. Oh, um, yeah, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he's not that skilled. He's still new. His wings are still not quite there. Um, he's still kind of small, even for like a wormling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's four days old. So, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, he manages to fly and glide and he'll glide his way all the way to the ground um, and safely land and then turn back and wait for you because he flew a lot faster than you did. Yeah. So I'll, I will reach the ground because I did dive down, but like still he was faster. Uh, I'll be like, um, I think I got about, I don't know, about 30 more seconds. You want to go again? He says, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. We got to make this fast. Whoop. Back up we go. All right. Now this time, rather than just gliding, see if you can use your wings to support you and prevent you from touching down on the air. Remember, flying is just falling, but missing the ground. Mm-hmm. He, says, he says, miss the ground. Got it. <laughs> okay, here we go. See you down there. <laughs> and um, yeah, he... So he starts gliding. He doesn't do the dive bomb this time. He starts gliding. And then he gives his wings just one big push upwards. And it just kind of launches him higher. Um, And you see that he starts to get into the rhythm of this, like, push and fall of flying. He still kind of does, like, like some birds do this, like, you know, like, some, Mm -hmm. like, uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's not he's not like soaring through the air yet he's kind of just doing this like drop and like raise motion um through the air um but he kind of gets it and he's like starting um but he starts gliding back down and you see that he hasn't quite got steering down yet um oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries his best, but he does like launch himself into some branches in the trees and just um I will allow you if you want to make a dexterity saving throw to see if you can catch him since you're All watching right. him. You're doing great, Max. You're doing oh no. <laughs> uh, uh, uh it's a nine. Um uh, my my dexterity bonus is a seven, so <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um cool. He hits you square in the chest and you just mm-hmm. both go tumbling down on the ground. Um, you're going to take two bludgeoning damage. <laughs> that was great, Max. Good job. Ah. And then he's like on your chest again, again. <laughs> and I think at that point, also, as I hit the ground, the wings also fade and dissipate because it's only a whole minute that I get out of that. He tries to like uh, pounce on the wings of the spirit. He's like, "No, again." <laughs> <sighs> yeah, sorry, Max. I'm only. I, I mean, at, like, I'm only what an eighth dragon, something like that. I don't get to keep my wings, unfortunately. But I have to rest up after doing one of those. But you're not going to have to worry about that, which is going to be amazing. And you know, as you practice, you're going to be able to bring yourself up there. Um. You hear Randall's voice like um, behind you. He says, we're really going to have to work on that steering. Just absolutely horrible. <laughs> but you said he's in four days. Okay. Yeah. So this is actually good progress. Good progress. I take back what I said. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's like he's four days old. What the hell do you want from him? <laughs> he's a dragon. Dragon. <laughs> this guy's a coach. When I was four days old, I, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I imagine 
yeah no definitely halflings are like rough and tumble like as kids like i feel like when i was a baby they put me into a wrestling pit like <laughs> I, just, I had to wrestle the other babies for dominance <laughs> um yeah so um but yeah he'll help you up and um yeah you conclude your flying lessons as much as you can um awesome Max stays close to the ground um, with you. Um, doesn't want to be up there alone. So, <laughs> at least good. not yet. He wants to spend time with you. Hmm. Ah, Ooh, that takes things out of me. Oh, we, uh, it, Billy, are we, we staying here tonight or are we uh, going to hit the road? Billy has, um, at this point, like, he's wearing flowing robes, not, not the, in the colors of the, the order, but like, they had, somebody had given him relaxing clothes to wear and he's out of his gambeson and hat and he's just uh, sipping tea, <laughs> walking around the place, just enjoying his time here. He says, well, they did ask us to stay the night. Um, I assume we'll just go in the morning. It's probably a little bit dangerous to travel at night. That's fair. Okay. Again, I'm always up for adventure. Don't not get me wrong. You say the <laughs> word and I will be there. <laughs> no need to push ourselves. I mean, we... we need to get back to you know do the king's bidding and all that but i i I mean it it sounded kind of like they had that group on the ropes anyways makes sense to me take the take the long rest and then follow my little paper bird (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about the paper bird (laughs) still on my on my uh tied to my belt going "Eh, go this way (laughs) it's just on like a little short string so you know it's there and then you can like let it out like a kite (laughs) (laughs) um awesome yeah so you um you are given a um, one of these kind of uh, pavilion spaces the wooden structures they're bringing down the canvases for the night um they have set up cots for you to sleep in um a you know there is a bowl of fresh water and pitcher um there for you to either drink or clean yourself with you know um, very nice accommodations for your rest. Um, yep, you all get the benefits of a long rest, as you have probably one of the more relaxing of sleep you've had in this place, a little bit outside of your normal reality, mm-hmm. a, li- pa- a place where things seem to move slower. Are we like in like a shared space? sleeping or are we like in different spaces i assumed you were in a shared space man this would be a hell of a place to retire yeah 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 i mean i need to probably check on my folks once this is all done and i find that uh find that lost city but uh i don't know might be nice to come back here one day um max has arranged his um trinkets some pine cones uh some other things that he has found um here and he has arranged them in the middle of the room in a pile for him to uh sleep on he has stolen one of the blankets um (laughs) some one of you doesn't have a blanket (laughs) learning quickly um i it's billy bob billy bob doesn't have a blanket (laughs) 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 but billy bob has gone um um full Lebowski in this whole situation. He's just he he's like, you know, it's not a problem for him. He's just laying down. He's gonna sleep. Um where'd you get that right Russian? Billy, <laughs> are you gonna share? What's going on? 
<laughs> he says, they make an interesting drink out of the sap here. <laughs> I suppose. He just Has he just been like laying in here the whole time? He's been around. He's just hanging out. <laughs> nice and relaxing, huh? He just accompanied you on your side quest. Right, right. He was just around. <laughs> He's like, okay, vacation time, sweet. Um, you, um, you say something about retiring, though, and he says, I'm literally going to adventure until I'm dust and bones. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> he says, choice. He says, I tried stopping fighting, you know. You fight in a few battles, you think, oh, maybe, you know, it's time to rest the old body. Uh, I just got bored. I don't know. One day I just want to want to be able to relax for a while. You know? That's just me, though. I don't know. I watched my parents, you know, go through life digging, mining, and trying to find things in a mountain. And I don't know. They spent most of their life doing that, and they're trying to relax now. And they just, it's harder for them to relax. So, you know. I think an early retirement would be nice for me. Not a bad goal to have at all. Billy Bob says, um, it's good to keep that kind of thing in mind. Um, especially since, you know, the the everybody here, for as nice as they are, are real doom and gloom about things going on outside. Sounds like I'm inclined to agree with them. And if uh, doom and gloom are in our future, it's good to keep in mind, you know, that peace on the other side. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, assuming that we we sleep and sort of head out in the morning, um, I do want to say that I add one of my daggers and my set of fine clothes to Max's hoard. <laughs> Max will Max loves it and starts arranging it immediately. Um, uh, this little guest tent is now Max's tent. His hoard is here. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I need to remove a dagger from my equipment because I never got that back from Max. <laughs> um, Randall will actually hand you that dagger back. And oh, okay. <laughs> he says, I'm hoping he doesn't notice it because I, 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 I did replace it with a wooden one. Um, uh. He probably doesn't need anything that sharp. He is a deadly weapon on his own. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is going to sound like a weird statement, but we already, yeah, we, we noticed. We said, did we tell you about the owlbear last night? I don't even remember. Randall says, I did not hear about an owlbear. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it, 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 it was a human curse to be an owlbear, to be fair, but. Oh, yeah, so you no. did not get a pelt. Okay. Um, no. Okay. I, w- I was going to offer to Tanit. That's my specialty. No one seems to want that here. <laughs> can't imagine and um <laughs> but no it, yeah no it, it was a uh human curse to be an owlbear but uh try to attack us foolishly because we had a baby dragon in our midst so you know yeah hmm. and he saw the did the human see this dragon how many people have seen this dragon uh that human uh us uh there was somebody else that saw me carrying the dragon but i think i convinced him that that max was my uh dragonborn child and just you know close enough and look right 
good. Luckily, he was with you when he was small. He's going to be big soon. Um, I, I mean, he's going to be a dragon by the time you see him again. Just so you're all aware. Like, oh, yeah. Understood. Er, yeah, he's, fire breath. Stuff like that. He's, <laughs> he's been uh, growing like crazy in the last couple of days. I just, just so not entirely surprised. This Randall, the small halfling, takes on notebook and you see him write. Um, well, actually, none of you speak halfling, so he writes something in his notebook. Um, do you speak halfling? I do have Elvis. <laughs> Let me see. I do have everyone's languages here because I ask this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also speak telepathy, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just a technicality. <laughs> like they put it there. It's so weird. Um, mm-hmm. No one speaks halfling, so nope. he says, okay, I'll be on the lookout for any humans that uh, that aren't wearing these robes. Yeah. Um, He's like, I'm not convinced that this is not a cult. I'm like, <laughs> it's nice here, so I'm not saying anything. I haven't seen anything too weird, but uh, at least they're letting you out. I guess they'll let me out when it's, you know, when I'm done working here. Yeah, that should be fine. We found a colony of guard drakes here. Yeah. Um, not really native to this region, so they're trying to integrate them into the environment here. That's why I'm here. So, mm. But I'll take care, care of uh, a little Maxi here. And he just, like, he gives him a scritch underneath, like, some of the scales. And, like, Max rolls over and exposes his <laughs> belly. Like... <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm guessing once Max is uh, a little bit bigger, he'll probably uh, want to help out with uh, training the guard drakes, honestly. Yeah. They'll listen to you, won't they, you little creature? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, you all... Um, um, Acorn will come to you and say... Um, I am happy to open the you know, open the gate back up. You're free to leave at any time. Um, uh, AMR has um, gone up to the top of Coraline's rest. He said he needed to contemplate some things. So um, he sends his apologies for not seeing you off. You know, AMR is a great guy, but Acorn, I'm glad it's you seeing us out. Thanks for being here. He's like, I am very happy to be here. Um, you know, oh. Uh, being a squirrel, it's a, it's a rough life, and I'm glad somebody gave me the chance to do something more. Yeah, Gif looks thoughtful at that. <laughs> and now we have a dragon. Oh, exciting times all around. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not human at all? Uh, oh, this absolutely not. I am, I am a wonderful fo- red fox squirrel. Can't you tell? Yes, but you talk, and most squirrels I've met don't talk. He says, that is true. Um, And and, and not many want to, but, you know, I thought, you know, oh, these people are very nice, and they feed me a lot, and one of them talked to me one day, and I'm like, yes, I would love to learn magic. Fantastic. I'm glad you found these folks, then. He says, I'm glad, too. I meet the most interesting people. (laughs) I bet. And they keep cats away from me. And he looks around. That's good. Like, he's just like, stands still and like, whoops. <laughs> there might be a cat. <laughs> Wait, I mean, honestly, though, Acorn, you, you're, you're learning the ways of a druid, right? That's why you're here? Yes. Next time you see a cat, 
Try turning into a dog. See what happens. A dog. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I will have to see a dog. <laughs> oh, you haven't? Oh. Have you seen a wolf? Because they're very similar. I have seen a wolf. There you go. Turn into a wolf then. He turns into a wolf puppy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which is still like six, seven times larger than he was. So like in his, from his perspective, he might as well have changed into a dragon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> and then he changed back because he can't speak anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that'll do nicely. Well, um, if, unless there's anything you need, um, I, it's best to keep the wards up. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Onward yeah. to adventure. We'll say our goodbyes and head out. Um, Remember, Max, I want to see you turn into a bird next time I see you. Um, let's see. Okay. Ben doesn't know enough about druidic magic. Steven does. And knows that's a few levels down the line. But yes. But cold yeah. dragons can polymorph at will. Max just doesn't know that. <laughs> he changes into a goose. <laughs> he rolled a nat 20 on the roll. So like <laughs> what? Max rolls so well. Are we sure we want to leave him here? <laughs> to be fair, his nat 20 against the owlbear was just like was uh was gift pulling on fate, but you don't know That's that true. necessarily. That's true, right? Yeah, from my uh, perspective. Oh, thank you for the reminder. We just slept. I gotta right, roll that die again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Do your portents. <laughs> you learn so fast, Max. That's amazing. Well done. <laughs> he says, "Actually, I can talk like this." Oh, oh cool. And I can also make bird noises <laughs> okay that can't help attract other birds um yeah he can't do the druid thing yet but he he can he can polymorph he can do it anyway <laughs> it's fine uh, uh. and randall is just like writing down notes polymorphing at day four this is this is a this is a goddamn prodigy <laughs> you brought me a little prodigy dragon yeah <laughs> cool. um but uh, Max will come, will will change back into a dragon and says, I'll, I'll do more birds for you. I'll do bigger birds. Okay. Right. Sounds good. We'll try to visit soon. Just make sure it's not a rock unless you're like in a very wide open area. Okay. <laughs> he says, got it. Got it. Um, he, he doesn't know what a rock is. Oh. <laughs> Neither does <just> gift. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, somebody who lived in mountains would definitely know what a is. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know if Finn has seen one, but she knows of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, Max will come and, like, he will, like, come and individually, like, come and get, like, scratches from you and, like, try and be an affectionate. And he'll tell each of you, I'll miss you. See you, buddy. And... Yeah, he'll he'll just sit there as you set up the cart. Um, Billy Bob gives him a little uh, a little hug as well, and um, you set up the cart and you take your way, go your way through the wards. Um, and as you do, you look behind and you know you see Randall's waving at you, and um, Max takes one big in breath and lets out his first full 
fire breath. Aw. Woot. They grow up so fast. <laughs> right. It's like five days now. Yeah. <laughs> Day five. <laughs> I mean, they got a little elemental. It's fine. <laughs> um, as, as you see him do this uh, dragon breath, the wards shimmer behind you as you continue on. You are back in what looks like mundane, unkempt woods, cut off from the orchard. Heading southwest, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. towards a nest of kobolds and who knows what else. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah, heading back southwesterly towards, uh, towards brambles upon the river. Billy Bob, did we need to meet with the king again before going in search of the kobolds? Or do we just need to pick up that uh, blacksmith? He says, oh, the, that, that blacksmith boy would be uh, very helpful. Um, but uh, I have a I have a connect with that. We don't have to talk to the king directly. That uh, that wizard fellow, um, he, he, he's a kind of a contact for this whole uh, mission we have going on. Ah, gotcha. Uh, what was his name again? Uh, Oakenroot. Yeah, 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 that was it. I remember that. He's kind of in charge of the whole operation. I don't get his whole deal, but uh, wizards are uh, an eccentric bunch. Uh, I prefer to just stick with, you know, uh, a good steel, you know, and an occasional Aldrich Blast. But, you know, you, you can't go wrong with, you know, some small magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, little magic here and there. Fen says that she just poofs in her couple of soul blades. Now that is a that that, that is a mighty fine trick. That could come useful, you know. Uh, I, I've been tied up naked many more times than I can count. Um, sometimes it was consensual, sometimes it was not. I was going to ask that. <laughs> it's it's the not consensual that really concerns me, you know. Yeah, I, I would imagine, yes. Uh, yeah, okay. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking it's nice to, you know, have a returning supply of ammunition. You know, don't oh, have to go after it. He said, my apologies. I, I, I took that in a weird direction, didn't I? I've been told I'd do that. <laughs> Gif just shrugs. <laughs> Gif used to work for wizards. <laughs> As you are all traveling along, um, give me perception checks. And I'll give one for Billy Bob Bones. Why can't I see with persuasion? (laughs) Seven. (laughs) One day you'll talk to an animal and get them to perceive for you. (laughs) There it is. I did roll a natural 20, though, so 22. There we go. Um, All right, let's see what Billy sees. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Billy and I are having too much of a conversation up front again. He got Whoops. a nine. <laughs> yeah, I got a seven. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's having a conversation. He's, you know, telling you about all the ways he has escaped um, being tied up, um, which is like this is like drawing deeper and deeper into a traveling cloak. <laughs> oh. He's did like, not ask for any of this information. <laughs> One time I had to use a pad of butter that they gave me with my meal to like uh, start, start greasing up my wrists and my uh-huh. ankles. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds messy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, gift, you're being followed. 
a million percent multiple directions um quadrupedal you see something low to the ground though not a horse and you fantastic it's corgis no sorry and you spot somebody who's behind a tree um it looks like a dead tree on the side of the road and they just push it over um a grief what did you actually get on your perceptions 13 13 okay um you would not see this um but you do see the tree fall over into the road blocking your path um and from the woods surrounding you immediately is um, six people riding guard drakes and stepping from um, on the other side of the log on the road is that blue dragonborn that ah. you had seen um, in brambles upon the river and he says um, he'll say to you well it's nice seeing you folks again and we will roll for we'll on our next session, we will roll for initiative and we'll figure this out. But that's where we'll end tonight's session. Beautiful. Love a cliffhanger. I I, I feel like I, I love a cliffhanger. I have to do it. Like <laughs> I can't avoid it. <laughs> I gotta admit, my only sadness is I was ready to chuck some dice tonight. So waiting a week. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I totally get that. And I'm just like Full dis- like I told y'all, full disclosure, y'all went on a side quest and I'm trying. <laughs> no, thanks for jumping. I know that though. I was like, I'm sure you have a plot. Let's go find Dreads. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it worked out. I, I, I love the plot we have. I, I always love the plot I get rather than the plot I made. Um, so that, that's my favorite part of playing D&D. So I love playing with you. Thank you everyone for joining in. Um, oh, sorry, hit my microphone again. Um, well, it's uh, probably time we should do our outros. Um, we'll start with uh, Jaden. So I'm Jaden or Siloquy. You can find me on most platforms under the username Fat Sapphic Bro. I primarily hang out on TikTok and talk social justice and self care check ins and life updates. Uh, Penny, hmm. all right, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Um, uh, again, my name is Penny. I use she, her pronouns. I don't have a huge online presence, but I do run a nonprofit on, in coastal Washington for LGBT teens. If you happen to be in that area and are interested in either volunteering or if you're between the ages of 13 and 18 and would like to participate, uh, feel free to let me know. I can be found on Twitter at Cetra77. Yes, that's three sevenths total. And um, yeah, thanks. Uh, Silver. Hey, everybody. I am Silver underscore Bulet here on Twitch as well as YouTube. Uh, You can find all of the Capes and Caverns backlog, which is my superhero supplemental to Dungeons and Dragons uh, on YouTube's. Uh, We're also maybe doing a session tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. Uh, We're starting our session zero for season two, uh, which may or may not be broadcast. Who knows? Uh, but aside from that, I am also the host of All the Webs of Stage, which is a short play podcast where I bring on friends and we write five minute plays uh, and we perform them to the best of our ability in about, you know, 20 minutes after we 
have a good chat. Um, but aside from that, you can find me as all the webs of stage, no spaces on TikTok, where I usually talk about D and D stuff, or you know, just go for a walk and talk about life. That's me. Awesome. And I am Archangelic, commonly known as Mal. Um, you can find me here Sunday nights, 7.30 Pacific time, running this game, The Era of the Dragons, for these wonderful people here. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Archangelic. Um, I want to thank everyone uh, who joined us tonight. Um, if you've missed any of our games or you, you just want to catch up on this session, I do post these on YouTube. The YouTube is not in the chat because I still didn't fix that, but it is on my page. So it's linked somewhere there. It does not have a good URL to give you. So um, um, just got to do a little housekeeping, give some credit where credit is due. The music during the break um, and during the, the break screens is from Arcane Anthems. You can find more great music and D&D themed parodies on the Patreon Arcane Anthems. Um, the Combat Wheelchair was featured during this game. It's created by Sarah Thompson. You can find them on Twitter at Mustangs Art. The rules for the combat chair can also be found in the Twitch chat. Um, Nightbot has been posting it for everyone to see. Um, and lastly, thank you, Dot User, our producer, mm -hmm. for helping me stream this show. Um, we all appreciate you. I wouldn't be able to do this without you. You're tremendously helpful. Um, Thank you, everyone, again, for joining us. And we hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye. See y'all.